up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome. My name's Derek and I'm one of the members of the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed so you'll never miss a moment. I would like to bring in my girl Kate. Kate, how you doing this evening? So good, my brother Derek. How are you? Doing very, very, very well, despite the ride I'm currently stuck on, apparently. Oh, no. (laughs) Next, we have Peter. Pete, how's it going? I am doing great. I'm happy happy to be talking about this show. It's always fun to talk about. So this is the last last time we're going to talk about unless they get a season two, which I don't think they've announced yet. I haven't heard anything yet, but we'll get there. And last but certainly not least this week, we have Honest Sam. Sam, (laughs) I like the hat. (laughs) Thank you. Four score and seven years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, just excited to be here and chatting with my tuner friends about some behind the attraction. Yeah. And for those of you watching, please like, subscribe and share us so you get us out to everybody else those of you who have not heard of the plus platoon they gotta get them in with the cool kids speaking of cool <laughs> kids kate we've got some disney plus news this week <laughs> oh it's time for the disney plus news welcome um first up uh emilio estevez will not be returning for season two of the mighty duck series womp womp All other major characters, however, are going to be returning. Uh, If you are not already a Disney Plus subscriber, Disney is offering the first month of service for new and returning subscribers for only $2. Now is a great chance to see what you've been missing. Uh, Amazon, Amazon is also offering free months of Disney Plus if you are a subscriber to their premium music service. More you know. All right. Uh, the upcoming Disney animated feature Encanto will be coming to Disney Plus on Christmas Eve, which is great for those of excuse me, for those of you who need something on the weekend besides Hawkeye and Boba Fett. And last but certainly not least, Friday, November 12th is Disney Plus Day. This marks two years since the service debuted. We're expecting lots of big announcements, and there will be too many to mention all of them. Um, along with some surprises. So look for a special news segment on this coming Friday evening, covering all of the announcements. Back to you, Derek. Derek, you are muted. (laughs) Of course I am. It's been one of those weeks. (laughs) So yeah, we're definitely going to be coming to you guys live at this time on Friday with all the Disney plus news this week. We are wrapping up our Behind the Attraction series 
and we are doing episodes eight and ten. Episode eight was behind the attraction of It's a Small World. Sam, was the episode a world of laughter or a world of tears? So what I would say about this episode is it was a world of laughter, but I have to give some caveats here because this episode was false advertising, I have to say. They sold this episode as being about It's a Small World, but it really wasn't just about It's a Small World. This episode was about the 1964-1965 World's Fair. That's what I'm going to say about this episode. I thought it was really interesting. We heard about all the we heard about all four of the exhibits that Walt Disney uh, presented at the 1964-1965 World's Fair, which included Honest Abe. It included uh, It's a Small World. It was the the Ford Motor Company. Um, Magic Skyway. Magic, Magic Skyway. Skyway. And then what was the fourth one? I'm, um, Carousel Progress. That's right. Carousel of Progress. How did I forget that? I love the Carousel of Progress. So this was, uh, and that was General Electric sponsored. So there were four different, uh, four different rides that were basically done first at the World's Fair before they were then ported to Disney World and Disneyland uh, later on. So anyway, I thought it was an interesting episode because of that, but I don't think they should have called the episode It's a Small World. I think they should have called it the 1964-1965 World's Fair, uh, which is why we're kind of talking about this episode with the Hall of Presidents episode, obviously, because there's a lot of overlap and there was some overlap in the, that episode with the, it's a small world episode. Derek, what'd you think? World of laughter, world of tears. Um, very similarly a world of laughter. Um, but again, the same issue I had with their Disneyland hotel one and you had, it's the false advertising. It's the mislabeling, which is disappointing because there are so many great stories that they could have told about it's a small world, the issues they had with the boats alone, how mm-hmm. Disneyland has the character layovers, um, the holiday overlay on the the f- facade. So much could have been done. They could have done an episode on it's a small world, include with the Sherman brothers, the song, how they go a little bit more in depth about that. It was good as a, uh, World's Fair episode as in It's a Small World meh so yeah. Kate I mean you all stole my thunder <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually really I really enjoyed this episode um, it definitely was a world of laughter but I didn't enjoy it because of It's a Small World I enjoyed it because of learning about the World's Fair mm-hmm. and learning I didn't realize that uh, that Walt had his hand in so many things at that world's fair. Excuse me. It's late in Florida. Um, <laughs> it's, it, I, didn't, I just didn't realize. And then um, being, uh, for lack of a, being a world kid, as opposed to a land kid, as we were talking about before the show, um, just uh, realizing just how lucky I am of how much history I have at world um, with the carousel of progress with um, the hall of presidents um, because of, because um, great moments or whatever it is with, with Mr. Mr. Lincoln was, was the catalyst for hall of presidents. Um, 
I also, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. I can't remember which, nope, that's the other episode. Never mind, other episode. Um, but so I just didn't realize how Walt was so. Yeah, hands in lots of pots, right? Hands in so, and just, and um, was this the episode where they kept wanting to tell him no? Yes. And someone did, and he was out the next day. And and, and he said, my name, like, uh-huh. my name yeah. is on the gates to this. Like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. Please, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, so just, yeah. And then when the fair was over, how they just brought it back. So I echo everything you were saying. Loved this episode. Oh, my gosh. so sorry um i love this episode but i didn't love it because of it's a small world Mm -hmm. i loved it because of the story of all of the rest of it so Mm -hmm. pete what about you yeah i I mean i don't want to just repeat what everybody's saying but one of the reasons i'm always fascinated with the 64 65 world's fair is like my mom went to that and that's where she first saw it's a small world and things like that. So she would tell me stories about it. So um, anytime they talk about the world's fair, I think it's very cool. I'm, I'm very into Disneyland history. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of, I ended up watching it twice cause I watched it back when it first came out and then I rewatched it for the show and I sort of timed it and it was like, 25 minutes in before they actually started talking about it's a small world. Mm-hmm. After that, they, mostly focused on it so they so they um you know i i get it there's a lot of episodes where they do that though they feel like i mean even you think about the star tours episode it really ends up being about star wars in disney parks as opposed to really about star tours so it's not really all that uncommon for this show and so i i still think this was a very solid episode i think the the early part with all the history of the different mm-hmm. rides um or the attractions that were at the world's fair and them coming back and them talking about all of them i agree with derek they could have spent more time on on it's a small world but i do think it might have been hard to make an interesting episode for an hour about I it they, i don't know i wish they did a deeper dive though about mary blair as an artist and about um roly i can't remember his last name but from yeah so i wish that they you know roly's in a lot of other episodes um in this series and other series um but i just find him fascinating obviously he did a lot in the haunt with the haunted mansion um but i just kind of wish they did a little deeper dive. i would have loved an episode on the world's fair and a separate episode on it's a small world that did a little bit of a deeper dive and maybe even talked about some of the differences with the holiday overlay, but also the differences between the ride at Disneyland and Disney world. And I still don't know if they have a, it's a small world at the other parks around the world. Like do they have one in Tokyo? I think that's the one that every park has one. Yeah. So that would have been cool if we could have seen if there were any differences and, you know, ways they've updated it over time. Like there there were ways they could have created an entire episode. I think maybe it would have been a half hour episode. I don't know. But it seems like there's there could have been more depth. I still enjoyed it, like we all said, but yeah. I just think there we could have gotten more specific with this with this attraction. Yeah. And Gina says she really liked the episode, always enjoys Disneyland history. I mean, West Coaster. So, yeah. Uh, Steve says episodes focus on other things, not in the title, which is frustrating. Reuse clips in the episode. Uh, Yeah, I've seen some of those clips in other episodes and they'll reuse the clips in the same episode. 
because they're trying i don't they're trying to say oh yeah we said that oh yeah we said that and it's i think trying to be cute and we've talked about the production value ad nauseum here so all right the other episode we watched was hall of presidents kate was this episode good history or just a good place for a nap i loved this episode um here again not exactly for the same reason i loved learning more about Roy. I loved how much they dug into um, Roy Disney and his connection to Disney World and that he came out of retirement to bring his brothers. um, That was this episode, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was not the other one, right? Okay, I watched them like right back to back. So um, I, I just... I just, I just love Roy Disney. I, I think his story is equally so fascinating. Um, I, I thought it was very interesting when they talked about for the first ten years the world was open, that Liberty Square was the pop, most popular part. Um, that was fascinating to me because that would not have been my guess. Mm-hmm. My guess would have been Fantasyland. So. Um, yeah, I, and, and just watching, I loved the clips that they had of our presidents doing the voiceover recordings. I love that they said, not only do we use those recordings, but we are, we're watching their mannerisms. We're watching their facial expressions. Um, I will tell you when I went to Disney, when I was five, um, I had, or I was turning five. I just turned five. Um, it would have been in 92. Oh, I was four. And it doesn't matter. Um, Hall of Presidents is one of the few things that I remember. And um, I remember going, where's Bill Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember Hall of Presidents. So... Um, I love this episode. I love the detail that they put into all of the presidents. Um, I love the story behind it. I I just found this episode fascinating. Pete, what about you? Um, yeah, I was impressed. You know, we talked about the small world episode. They didn't focus on small world. This episode really did a pretty good job of focusing on, um, you know, the Mr. Lincoln. I was going to say the adventures of Mr. Lincoln, but I don't think that's what it's called. Um, <laughs> And uh, the Hall of Presidents. That would have and made making, a good ride, like Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Adventures of Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> just, just replace uh, Mr. Toad. Put, put Lincoln in there. That'll be good. <laughs> Lincoln's wild, <laughs> a wild ride. ride. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I thought I thought uh, they did a really good job of making it interesting, and I said it was interesting showing the footage of actually recording the presidents and things like that. Um, I will admit it's not my favorite ride, not because of the history angle to it, but one of the things I find with it when you go on it is like, there's like a 20 minute movie before they bring out the presidents. And then the presidents are only there for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, "Eh, I think I would go the other way on that. (laughs) But, um, um, yeah, I, I really, and I, I agree with what uh, Kate just said about having more information about Roy because Roy gets, is kind of like, unsung in disney history but you know he really did a lot to make walt's vision come true so um yeah kudos kudos to this episode so sam what do you think yeah i thought this was a a 
an excellent episode. I actually, I would say I liked the small world episode a little bit better because I, I liked learning more about the world's fair. Um, but I thought this was a good episode and, and it, you're right. It corrected any criticisms we had of the small world episode because it really was about hall of presidents. Um, I was, I've always been someone who's interested in American history. Uh, I really, you know, liked learning about the presidents as a kid. Um, this was a ride. I also, sorry, an attraction. I still remember from when I was a kid first going to Walt Disney World. Um, so it's definitely an interesting one. I thought the, the most interesting angle of this episode, though, was really talking about audio animatronics and how they are used extensively, how this was a really a revolutionary invention that Walt came up with for the great moments with Mr. Lincoln at the world's fair. And then it got obviously implemented at Walt Disney world and and great moments with Mr. Lincoln is still in existence today at Disneyland for anyone who's wondering and wants to see it's really the original that, you know, Walt's vision. Uh, And so it was, it's interesting to see how now, even in, I mean, you see it even in like Rise of the Resistance, you see, I mean, these audio animatronics are used everywhere throughout every Disney park. And it was cutting edge technology um, at the time. So I think that part is really interesting to know that the technology that they used back back then has now been built on and built on uh, to the point where it's used really you know, everywhere and, and in other theme parks and whatnot. So I thought it was a good episode, not my number one of this series. Um, you know, and like I said, I liked uh, Small World just a little bit better. But what do you think, Derek? Um, for me, it was a nice place for a nap. <laughs> um, I had literally seen every single one of these clips somewhere else before in other documentaries. So, I mean, this, this, we talked about them reusing it. The great moments of Mitchell Lincoln, a lot of that was used in the world's fair episode, or at least some of it, Mm -hmm. but all of the other stuff I have seen in other, between the Imagineering story and some of the stuff had been on the history channel before. And all those I had seen, all of this before. So this was probably my l- the least successful one for me just because it was nothing new. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, so it was not my favorite and not just because the only thing I remember about Hall of Presidents is when my wife and I went there after we'd gotten caught in a rainstorm, <laughs> those red seats turned our clothes pink. Oh no! (laughs) So the Emporium was our next stop, but um, yeah, this was not my favorite episode at all. Um, Gina says, "Wonder if Liberty Square was so popular because there wasn't anything like it." Very probably. We talked about why it was because it was the bicentennial of the United States. So you know when Liberty seventy six, yeah. So nineteen seventy six was the bicentennial celebration of the U.S. of U.S. history, right? So uh, because seventeen seventy six Declaration of Independence for all those (laughs) listening uh, in history class. But yeah, that's why they said that it was there was a big sort of movement of American, you know, pride and patriotism going on at the bicentennial. And that's what made Liberty Square uh, popular. I'm sure it was also that it was, you know, new and there wasn't anything like it. But I think it was specific to the bicentennial that sort of gave it that extra boost. 
I want to point out also that remembering in early, in the early days, um, there was no space mountain until 1975. There was no splash mountain. There was no big thunder mountain. The, um, parts of the Caribbean did not open in the park. So it was, there was a lot less competition in the early mm-hmm. days. And no haunted well. mansion, right? No haunted mansion. No haunted mansion was an opening day attraction. Oh, so. that's right. Oh, that's right. I'm mixing up. I'm thinking so Disneyland. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So well, haunted mansion was there and that was part of Liberty square. So, cause um, I, yeah, no, I do, I do agree though. It was a lot. The, um, I was very, very young, but even I remember a little bit about the, the craze of the 200th, um, bicentennial was like everywhere so i can it doesn't surprise me yeah and i think hall of presence was originally an e-ticket attraction yeah so shows you where it's ranked at now because i remember (laughs) although i remember disney saying that the great moments in mr lincoln one was always free because he wanted the kids to know the history to show Mm -hmm. so to show five years later or Several years later, Hall of Presidents is an e-ticket that you you know is the most expensive. So I just thought that was interesting. It doesn't have a Genie Plus attached to it now. Just I'm so shocked. You know. Does is not. That, okay, is that theater? Kate, you go there much more often than the rest of us. Is that theater ever actually full? No, I don't believe so. I don't think it's. I, full. Full. I don't think it's even full at Christmas. So, no. um. Ryan says he's never been to Hall of Presidents, but great most moments of Mr. Lincoln is a favorite. That's Steve said he fell asleep like many others have done in the Hall of Presidents. It is, I would say it's the longest nap time at Disney World. My dad always used to fall asleep in um, a Tiki nope. Room. But <laughs> what about Carousel of Progress? I feel like there's a couple where it's that, like air conditioned. American yeah. Adventure is the top napping spot because that's like 45 minutes long right any place that's long and air conditioning right any place yeah. where you're sitting in the air conditioning for a long period of time is like perfect for your cool down midday <laughs> yeah uh, mary uh marianne says she liked all the details about how the animatronics yeah. work yeah that was really neat um actually i've been reading something that says for every uh for every figure they have a secondary complete figure that they can swap out very quickly. That's cool. cool. Um, and now for the presidents, I think it's simply if most of the presidents stop working, they just don't have them do the head nods or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Franklin tapping his feet with his braces, which I always thought was a neat feature that the, the FDR, um, the FDR audio animatronic actually has braces on his legs. From his polio. Oh, wow. That was cool. <laughs> and as Marianne says, you know, it's a good nap. You know, do the Marianne show afternoon uh, nap routine. So I'm guessing that carousel mm-hmm. progress in Tiki Room, if I had to guess. Yeah. So, oh, hey. Tiki so, Room's too short. <laughs> tiki Room's too short and the music's too good. <laughs> so we're at the end of the series. Now, I'm not saying it has to be a part of this series because we've talked about how none of us really care for the production value and the format, but what Disney parks element do you want to see a show about? And Pete, we're going to start with you, Pete. What do you, what do you want to see? Oh my gosh. So usually, you know, you give us these questions ahead of time and most of the time I have a hard time coming up with an answer. And this one, I had so many answers. I didn't, I couldn't even narrow it down, but I think I would like to see one on uh, actually the Matterhorn 
because Matterhorn was really the first Disney roller coaster and it was the first steel roller coaster in the yeah. world, I believe. First one to use the world, but certainly, yeah. certainly it was the first one in the tube. It was. It was the first yeah. steel yeah. tube, yeah. So I thought that that would be a really fun episode. And then they could even, like they usually do, get into the later coasters a little bit as well. Uh, with that story so that's that's gonna be my pick i will hesitate from saying any others that i thought of (laughs) until i let you guys go because i don't want to steal them all so sam what about you yeah this is tough i um i kind of like so i'm gonna kind of cheat a little bit here um I would, I kind of like the idea of, you know, character meals. I kind of wish we could hear something about the history of character meals, because I know that's something that's, you know, pretty unique to Disney and probably was created by Disney. I don't mean Walt Disney, but Disney World, Disneyland. But I was thinking of, of attractions specifically. And for attractions, I would love to see soren slash flight of passage and i say slash because they use the same technology and i feel like flight of passage is sort of the later iteration of soren in a lot of ways obviously there's a lot of differences there too but i i think those are two great attractions using you know cool technology and i would love to know more about how they were actually created and what was the idea what was the concept behind them all of that kind of stuff Derek, what about you? I will say, if you watch some of the Behind the Park series from the History Channel, they do a segment on Soren. Oh, a lot of that. So I'm gonna have to tune in. Um, For me, it's Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and the original Thunder Mesa concept of Tony Baxter, and how it was supposed to be this great big huge land, and budget got in the way and then they brought the ride in and just what would have been if it could have been i i would like those kind of things and how it wasn't really realized and from there to me they go to seven dwarves they go to some of the more modern roller coaster with the complete theming you could go i would say from big thunder you could go to splash too because the complete the immersive theming and making it seem so natural to me so that's, that's cool the first idea. one that's the first one that came to mind for me and i haven't seen anything really out there on it so kate how about you um so this is gonna be my entertainer coming out but i would love to see one on disney parades oh yeah yeah um and maybe i would say shows um but i feel like the parades are just a little bit more iconic with the electrical parade and sensational and paint the night and festival of fantasy and all the ones that they have. There's so many, they're so good. And maybe even what doing, um, talking about the evolution of the parades, what did the parades look like? I know coming from someone who opened the festival of fantasy parade, there were so many things that went into creating these parades that you didn't think about our show director and our choreographer were both land people they didn't know the humidity and the heat of florida (laughs) the people who designed the costumes weren't prepared for the heat and humidity and rain in florida oh my gosh um like some of those costumes cannot get wet and so um and even just remember being in overnight rehearsals 
to open Vessel of Fantasy and the choreography for certain characters was so demanding and so hard that they had to tone it down because even seasoned veteran performers who are the cream of the crop, best of the best, never complain ever, could physically could not physically could not make it past Casey's Corner. And so there's so many things that or like when they brought in the floats and we were all so excited about the giant tangled float only to realize that at Christmas time, because we used to have the little thingies that hung over Main Street, which are like so beautiful and amazing. You can't have those because the floats are too big. They'll <sighs> take them out. It'll literally literally clothesline all of Main Street. Oh my goodness. So, um, going through and deciding and oh my gosh. Okay, again, I can only speak for world, but we had back in the 90s, it was like there was a Hercules parade and then an Aladdin parade and a Cusco parade. So I'm going to get because I could talk about this for actual hours. So um, I love this I, idea, Kate. I would say Disney parades. I hope somebody from Disney is okay. listening because I think this is a great idea. Okay, Pete, what's your next dog? What's your, what was your next idea? Um, well, I thought I had mentioned it. American Adventure. If you're going to talk about Hall of Presidents, I think that one would be very interesting because there was a there's a lot of moving parts to that mm-hmm. and the way it was built. Um, part of me would like to see something on Journey of the Imagination, but then they'd have to admit how crappy it is now. So I don't know mm-hmm. that they'd ever do that. <laughs> so bad. Sam, Sam, did you have a second? No, because I gave my second because my second was really the idea of of character, um, you know, character meals. But actually, I guess I would say it kind of goes along with Kate's on. You could do even an entire episode just on the evolution of the costumes of like of like Mickey, Minnie, the Fab Five, right? Like you could you yes. could do an entire they episode. So different. So, exactly. They're so different at the beginning. Yeah, so you could do an entire episode just on that as like even once, and that's like one very small piece of the parades with, you know, as a larger episode. So yeah, I, I, I love Kate's idea to me is actually my favorite of the group. If I, if I have to vote, um, but I, I love the idea of these kinds of, you know, history of, and how things have evolved. Kate, what's your number two? <laughs> uh, the world show place at Epcot. I would love to just know what went into picking those countries. Um <laughs> Why did they? <laughs> well, yes, it's all about Benjamin. They agreed to pay for it. Yeah, uh, there you go. Um, that I would love to be able to learn more about um, the creation and uh, the World Show Place, and okay. and seconding what what Sam said about the evolution of um, the character design, the care, the physical character costumes. I mean, even over the last ten years, Mickey Mouse looks different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they have made him more um, to look more like the Disney Junior Mickey Mouse as opposed to that very classic Mickey. Mm-hmm. Belle's hair has changed. Like all of the princesses' wigs have changed. Like there has ju- there has been, and that's wigs. just in the last wigs. ten years. Wigs. Oh, hair, hair, hair. She means hair. Hair. She's talking um, about people that are best friends. Not, yeah, yeah. But just, I mean, their hairstyles have changed. Their dress styles have changed. Their dress colors have changed. Um, to to so that would be another one. Is is okay. character meet and greet character costume design? I've got a couple, but Pete, you said you had one more. Uh, pirates. 
Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. We haven't, we yeah. haven't had an episode on that. And I think there's yeah. plenty to there's talk about there. from the fact that they didn't originally build it in Florida because it was too close to the Caribbean and they thought people wouldn't want it. And then was, everyone says, where's pirates? And they said, right. Oh <laughs> yeah, we better build it yeah. to the new pirates in Shanghai, which is supposed to be amazing. So I think there would be a lot to talk about on that one. So what about you, Derek? You said you had a couple um, more. I had a couple more. One is spaceship earth. How, mm-hmm. Ray, how Ray Bradbury was actually one of the original writers of the story. Oh, cool. Um, and how you go from the narrators, you go from Cronkite to Jeremy Irons to Judy Dench. You've got what they're in theory going to re- rehab it as eventually once they decide to actually put some money into some of the classic Epcot stuff. Um, my second idea was kind of a combo of the Captain EO and Honey, I Shrunk the Audience Theater. Talk about those shows, how it was, you know, that was a Spielberg thing. It was Francis Ford Coppola was involved. All those groups. And then the um, the theater that had Rocket to the Moon, Mission to Mars, and then uh, Alien Encounter and Stitch. That same that theater went all four of... Well, I don't know the... Mission to the Moon, Rocket to the Moon was ever there, but I know it went from Mars because I remember writing Mission to Mars. That or the I miss Skippy you, from Alien Encounter. Or <laughs> if you had the if you had wings to Dream Flight to Buzz r- attraction, that's all the same attraction. It's just mm-hmm. different different side stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, Gina says the fireworks shows and. Then they can try and defend the current one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Now, Kate, would you good fireworks? Terrible story. The fireworks themselves aren't that great. It's it's just it's listen. But you're asking the wrong person because I was a wishes kid. Wishes to me was the greatest fireworks show of all time. And then was it happily ever after? Whatever came in, it was okay. And, it was a great projection show on yes. the castle. Wasn't a fireworks show. It was yeah. a projection show that happened to have a couple of fireworks. Wishes, the it, wishes brought me to tears every time. The way it synced with the music, so good. I don't care for this show for the same reason I didn't care for. Her. You would you would have also loved fantasy, the original fantasy in the sky. Yes, yes, yes. You would have loved and that ha- one. How how low wishes. Hello wishes. And I saw, I saw the, the, the pirates. They did the old pirates and princesses when they would have mm-hmm. those parties. Yep. Uh, there was a summer, the summer they brought back main street electrical parade. And I think 2010, uh, they mm-hmm. also showed that was the, um, that was the fireworks show they did. That was the first time I ever saw the explosions actually on the castle. Yep. That was really kind of cool. Yep. Um, yeah. Mary Tracy got lots of comments on your, Kate, your show on how the floats work. Um, how do they have to change the parades for Florida? Um, the origin of the rainy day parade. Yeah, rainy day cavalcade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ryan wants to see someone on Mission Space <coughs> Horizons and how they built it and how long it's going to last. Um, yeah, they they screwed the pooch on that one. They they messed up tearing down Horizons and building Mission Space. I remember going to the preview center for Mission Space, and the preview center looked really cool because they had NASA involvement and all this kind of stuff. And then you get that ride, and it's, I mean, after about 
noon. Is there ever more than a 15 minute wait? No. Ever? I've never been on one. I just did orange for the first time the other day. I'd never done orange. I'd only ever done green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> and then Gina says, feel like Enchanted was not a good story or synced. Disneyland's 50th was the best because it actually acknowledged the history. So, all okay. right. As we do at the end of most series, we're going to rate this on our scale of five cups of pixie dust for the entire series. Remember, we've got our space, the Space Mountain ones. We've got all those. So, Kate, starting with you, how many cups of pixie dust for the series? Give it a solid three. It was, it was good. It was good. I learned a lot. It was very, um, it felt like like VH1 behind the music or whatever, or VH1, whatever those VH1 shows are that are like, let's talk to you all about this music stuff, music stuff, music stuff, music stuff, like very kitschy, um, yeah. which I can appreciate sometimes, but it also was like. After 10 hours, it got a little long. Yeah. So I get, you know what? I'm actually going to bump it to a 3.5, 3.5, okay. because I, I learned a lot. Not my absolute favorite. I think I probably prefer the Imagineering story. But it wasn't bad. So, Pete, what about you? De- definitely. Um, you stole my rating because I'm giving it a 3.5. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it on another episode, but I ended up watching um, on one of those other channels. They have um, the movies that made us. And if yes. you've ever seen one of those, clearly this the producers of this show has seen that show because it's very much the same tone where it's very kind of jokey and doesn't really get in super depth um but i still think it gave a lot of good information i didn't know everything they 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 showed us um some episodes were definitely better than others um so if i rated every episode it would it would definitely range from like a four down to a two but i'm gonna give the series itself a 3.5 what about you, Sam? So I, I I was trying to remember all the episodes so that I could give it a fair rating because last week and this week, I feel like we covered, for me, we covered the best episodes last week and this week. Um, last week, to yeah. me, the, the Disneyland Hotel episode was the best. And then this week, to me, the It's a Small World episode was probably the best. But I think overall, I, I didn't love the series, even though I really, really liked those two episodes, um, notwithstanding the fact that the Small World episode was mistitled. Um, so I would say, <laughs> no, Kate's laughing, but I'm, te- I'm real technical, okay? Don't tell me it's, it's a yep. Small World when You're it's right. a World's Fair episode. Um, whereas the Disneyland Hotel, to me, that was a Disneyland hotel. Although, even though we did talk about some other no, hotels... It wasn't. I still feel like it was mostly a Disneyland hotel, even though I agree we, there was no re- re- reason to talk about contemporary after and Polynesian after that. But it still was a much smaller part of the episode. I mean, Pete timed it. So I'm going by Pete's timing. It was there was a much smaller piece of the episode last week than in our um, small world episode this week. So. I got to give it like a 2.5. I don't think it deserves a three or, or a three and a half because there were some episodes that really felt like an, an you know a 40 minute ad um and yeah. so there were a couple of episodes that I really enjoyed but I'd say the majority of them I didn't really enjoy and so that's why on balance I'm giving it a 2.5 Derek 
I'm going to come at this as a Disney history buff where is this kind of worth your time? No, it. no, I will say my favorite episode though, was probably the space mountain one where they actually looked at the different space mountains around the, around the different parks, especially love the um, Disneyland Paris one, the, the original Jules Verne one. Um, looking back I'm I'm with you Sam probably a 2-5 um, I'm not going to watch it again but if someone insists on watching it I won't go in the other room so okay. that's fair yeah um, same because to me it was you know it's it's not down around some of my my twos and my ones and a halves but it's I mean it's nine episodes of 45 minutes that we're not going to get back. So that's, that's kind of where I am at on this. Uh, Mary says three, seen lots of the details, other places. Gina says a solid three. Steve says a three. I love that you guys are getting in on the ratings. You know, we love that. Yeah. Um, I, Steve, this idea intrigues me of a ride videos, pop-up video style. I will say (laughs) I, no, I watched. I would watch that. They did hoke freeform did hocus pocus that way. Oh, funny! And it was so much better than the movie was by itself, <laughs> just because it was something new and it was funny. So, I think Steve, I think there may be a market there. I think most of the Better rides are the too sh- most yeah, <laughs> but I would say most of the rides are probably too short you would probably need multiple ride throughs to get all the information out there. But I think that Steve, that it's an idea that intrigues me. So this coming week, we are going to be very, 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 very busy. As Kate has mentioned, Friday is Disney plus day. We will have be doing a Disney plus day news special Friday at nine Eastern. We will be Kate and I will be live giving you all the news that has popped up on Disney plus. And there will be, I'm anticipating a lot of dates. I'm anticipating new trailers. I'm anticipating announcements for when series are coming out. I'm anticipating a lot. Keep your eye on our Instagram and social, just in case that time changes. Just in case. (laughs) Fair enough. Then Saturday, since both Jungle Cruise and Shang-Chi are coming out, Friday, Saturday, we are doing a special normal show of reviewing the Jungle Cruise movie. And that's when we'll also be doing um, Ciao Alberto, the short from Luca. So that's going to be Saturday, normal time. I know Kate and Sam will be with me. I believe Gina is also going to we're going to pull Gina in for that one. So that'll be fun. And then next Tuesday. We have Shang-Chi and we have Olaf Presents. So Pete is going to, Pete's going to be at Disney World. So we're going to, he's going to give it a shot being there with us. But we're going to be doing Shang-Chi and Olaf Presents next Tuesday. And next Wednesday, we will all sleep. 
So, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to watch, you guys, right now. Yeah. It's and, and a lot more coming. That that's the thing. Right now, we're doing this special show on Friday, special show Saturday, because there's so much news and there's so much good content coming out on the platform, and we want to get you our feedback, tell you what we think, and we want to hear from you what you think. So make sure to tune in, watch, comment, you know, visit us on social media. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And there's and there's no time for it this week, but they also just announced that Enchanted is finally coming to the platform yes. on November 12th. So let us know if you want us to do an episode coming up on Enchanted because that's mean, been like could, probably one of the top five in demand on Disney+. Plus. Okay, that's Ooh. not already on the platform. It isn't okay. on the platform. I yeah. didn't realize it was not on the platform nope, it already. It has not been, no. And, wow. And Who Framed Roger Rabbit has actually dropped off the platform at the moment. Oh, so, really? Because it's on Prime now. It's a Prime video. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime right now. So Ryan thinks if there's a Kenobi trailer, I will simply pass away. Ryan, let me know where to send flowers because I would probably <laughs> put money on there being a Kenobi trailer coming uh, out. Ryan, I thought you were already deceased from the Buzz trailer, the Lightyear trailer. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. That one was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. And um, Sandy says they've watched Jungle Cruise five times now. I have not seen it yet because I'm cheap. So when it comes out Friday, I will be watching it with everyone else. Um, Steve says he saw it as an early preview at Disney World. Great movie. I'm assuming he's talking about jungle Shang- cruise or shang chi or shang chi or enchanted he could be talking about any of the three and i bet he's talking about shang chi yeah and mary is excited about enchanted coming out so we will probably work that in somewhere guys just because after so we've got shang chi then the next week a little bit of preview of what's coming up we are going to be doing the og toy story week of thanksgiving then we're into hawkeye there's a snake in my boot <laughs> then we are into Boba Fett. So we're going to have to, and we're going to throw at least one Christmas, a Christmas episode in there. So going to be real interesting. And Steve was saying, yeah, Steve was saying Jungle Cruise. So we saw that as a preview. So I've not seen it. I'm looking forward to it. And, but if you guys have other suggestions, it's going to be very busy, but we will get to everyone's suggestions. Email plusplatoon at gmail.com. Like us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Our Instagram has been a little bit more busy. Thanks to this guy over here. Pete has been getting us some stuff up there. Pete, you're my favorite deputy. <laughs> and, with that, everyone, I think, and with that everyone we are going to say good night so see you guys on friday saturday and next tuesday good night everyone reach for the sky i'm woody howdy 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 thanks for watching this week's episode of the plus platoon Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. 
The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.